Terabytes is for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing on the show is advice. No financial, tax, legal, or any other kind of advice. Nothing we say is an inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Anything you invest in is at your own risk. Do your own research and consult with professionals. Welcome back to Terabytes, everyone. Today, we've got special guest Stater Labs for you here. You've heard about them. A little bit of posts online. There's a beta launch we'll talk about. All sorts of things coming out from Stater Labs. We're here to talk about that. We're here to talk about community feedback. We're here to talk about what exactly Stater does, what it can do for you, and their future roadmap, their team, all the goodness there. We've got Amitej and Sid here, co-founders of Stater Labs. We're so excited to have them on. Amitej, I'll let you go first. And then Sid, can you guys briefly introduce yourselves? And then uh, whichever one of you, I, I guess you guys decide which one of you wants to introduce the protocol as a whole and the problems it is solving for Luna Stakers. Sid, why don't you go first? Sure. Hey guys, I'm Sid, CTO and co-founder of Stater Labs. I work on the architecture of the Stator protocol. Hey, everyone. This is uh, Amitej. Thanks, Pete, for having us here. Uh, thanks a lot for all the viewers for uh, watching the show. Uh, great to uh, be on the Terabytes podcast for the first time. Uh, been pretty excited about this opportunity. I'm uh, To introduce myself a little bit, I'm a very uh, non-crypto guy till about a year ago when Sid, the culprit who pulled me onto crypto, and I started my journey with investing and staking a little bit. And uh, I couldn't just uh, stop myself from getting into crypto full time. So about six months ago, I quit my job with a, with a, with a billion dollar startup in India. And I decided to start something up along with Sid when we started building smart contracts and trying to solve uh, some of the problems faced by stakers. Okay, so what are some of those problems that Luna stakers encounter that Stater Labs is solving? That's a, I think that's an, that's an interesting question because everybody, every new staker or Luna buyer in the ecosystem is asking that question. Uh, interestingly, yesterday I was having a chat with one of the moderators on Terra. He was saying that this is one of the most important questions that every staker coming into coming onto the Luna's, Luna's ecosystem is asking. Uh, if we just take a step back and figure out, right, today there are about 10 million MetaMask wallets and probably a million, million point five Terra Station wallets. That's barely the, barely 0.1% of the world's population. Right now, if, if let's say hundreds of millions of users are coming into the crypto native world, interacting with the, the apps, using their wallets, imagine the number of questions and all of these users are not crypto native guys, right? Imagine the amount of confusion they are going to go through if they are tasked with the job of going onto the Terra station, finding the validator metrics, making sense of what APY is, what uptime is and what Oracle votes are. So they're just going to get confused too much, right? So we wanted to simplify staking for them. Today, when I say the problems that are encountered by the stakers, the problems exist across the value chain, not just Terra. It's across the value chain of most of the blockchains or proof of stake networks, where there's a problem with discovery of these nodes or validators. There is a problem with uh, evaluating the metrics of these validators. And at the same time, there's problem with managing the stake after they actually stake their uh, uh, digital tokens with the validators. Examples of the third bucket are they're going to get rewards. 
what are they going to get what are they going to do with these rewards are they going to reinvestment reinvest them back how often do they reinvest them back or are they going to use those rewards and then put them into yield farming opportunities or oh, what is the optimal frequency for doing that all of these are questions that are completely uh, unanswered today and uh, delegators kind of look at the community forums across telegram discord to get answers to some of these questions so these are the exact problems that we are trying to solve using a smart contract blay based decentralized protocol called stable labs now you guys have a beta that has recently launched where you can actually interact with an interface showing some of these um <clears throat> i guess yield statistics from different delegators terabytes being one of them um is there a way that we could like take a gander at what that looks like and what people can expect to see cuz it again as you said it's it's a daunting task it's something that i see people asking all the time especially when they're a newbie in the uh in the terra channel or in the terabytes channel they say well which which validator should i stake to and you know it's easy for me to say well stick to terabytes but of course you guys have a a solution that dives deep into like rich data of what is the yield they can expect and what are people spending these um rewards on so is there a way for us to to preview that of course absolutely uh su- super excited to show this almost 500 uh, community members have tested the beta uh, of course they have gone through a rigorous whitelisting process uh, and they have provided amazing feedback would love to thank all of them for being such a, a great uh, community members providing amazing feedback that is already helping us build the next version before i go into the beta i just want to emphasize a little bit around the product journey and the vision of stader then we can just dive completely into the beta and then figure out the ways in which we have thought about beta uh the first piece of the puzzle that we are solving for as we touched upon initially is the discovery and evaluation of the validators as stader we are going to do that for uh, all the delegators in the ecosystem we are going to create buckets of validators like the professional or the blue chip validators with 100% uh, performance over the last x months of time and the other buckets could be community validator buckets like terabytes smart stake orbital command mardi cloud uh, luna orbit etc right in the future there could be 30 community validators so we could create five baskets of such community validators and today people actually go to the uh, discord channels or telegram channels and find out who are these community validators who are helping us so we're going to make their journey simple by simply creating a basket of community validators and help people stake to those validators with a single click and similarly we are going to have multiple other baskets like one of the wild ideas that we had was creating a basket of maybe 30 or 100 validators across the blue chip community small validators but good performing validators this could sort of help the ecosystem decentralize or and spread the stake while that is one piece of the puzzle that we solving the other piece is how what do validators do with their staking rewards and how do they manage their staked assets the second puzzle is where we are building out strategies like auto compounding rewards converting stables into luna and restaking that converting airdrops into luna restaking that or automatically compounding the airdrops in individual protocols by put them uh, to staking or building out these 
yield farming strategies on top of the staking rewards and potentially creating gaming arena on top of staking staked assets and staking rewards so this is while this is our overall vision i just sort of broke it down into two important components one is helping the delegators discover and stake with the validators the second piece of the puzzle is creating these strategies so that they maximize the yield right uh we can dive deep into the beta now are you guys ready so uh here is the beta version of uh, stereo labs this has gone live about a couple of weeks ago and we've selected uh, about 900 community members to help us uh, test this version and give us valuable feedback almost 500 to 600 of them have tested it and provided us feedback on our discord channel uh, i've i've gone ahead and connected my wallet i wish i had uh, uh, so much luna but unfortunately this is just test luna that sid generously gave me that unfortunately i can't teleport and make it real luna so here is the here is a quick demo uh, walk through of the beta version we have the pools tab which has the key features of strategies as well as the validator pools for since this is an mvp we only have two strategies and two validator pools the two strategies being auto compounding strategy where we take the stables and luna that you are getting and potentially even the airdrops convert them to luna and restake that so that you don't miss out on the auto compounding as well as price appreciation of luna because you are buying luna with stables and potentially other airdrops the other strategies that we could include in the future are auto compounding your airdrops by putting them on staking in various protocols uh the second strategy that we have on the mvp is the retain reward strategy uh while the two validator buckets that we have here are one is the community validator bucket the other one is the blue chip validator bucket community validator bucket since it's the most popular one even even on our poll that we conducted on twitter uh this is going to be the validators who are actively supporting the ecosystem uh including smart stake terabytes orbital command uh, uh mardi cloud and luna orbit and similarly the blue chip validators are going to be the validators that have 100% uptime over uh, and uh, oracle commits over the last uh, x uh, months of duration right so we have made that data crunching at the in the background and made available these validator buckets for the delegators to simply come and uh, make a choice instead of going on to multiple forums and trying to figure out uh, and evaluate the validators so i'm going to simply use this uh, a little bit for all of you i'll try to deposit a thousand luna into the community validators bucket in their auto compounding strategy uh, i have already deposited about 3000 luna earlier uh, yeah this is the dashboard that shows uh, my total deposits and balance and rewards across each of the pools so as i mentioned earlier i had deposited about 3000 luna earlier which uh, got some rewards that were automatically converted and uh, restaked back into this pool so the additional 1000 luna got added and i think only about 1000 luna uh, has got added recently so here is the airdrops tab where all of your airdrops will be accumulated here and you can claim all of them at one go by just clicking this claim airdrops and then there is undelegations tab where uh, you can undelegate any amount of luna that you have so i'm going to undelegate about 1000 luna for you 
Yep, that's it. So now if I go to until, so as you see the earlier deposit was 4,234. Now I have the undelegated 1,000 Luna. And you can see that this 1,000 Luna undelegation is in progress. Since this is DevNet, the time period that is required to undelegate this Luna is only 24 hours. But uh, when Stadal app goes live, uh, it is going to be the undelegation or unbonding period that Terra blockchain imposes on us. So that's so that's about the days. dashboard. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Till we launch maybe liquid tokens or aggregate liquid tokens on our platform. Yep, so this is a dashboard view where you can see all the pools. And this is the pools view where you can deposit your Luna. That's about the demo. Thanks, everyone, for testing it out, all the beta users. OK. so. Thanks for that demo. It's really uh, it's exciting to see these pools of validators and things. But can you talk to me briefly about how are the pools built? Not for this beta, but uh, you know, ultimately in the finished product, right? How are the pools constructed, made up? Who makes the decisions? How are how are votes weighted among them? And uh, how does governance change that? Or what's the process to to add a new validator, remove a validator, some anything like that to modify these sets? or create new sets sure, for that absolutely. matter? What, what does the governance process look like? Sure, absolutely. Uh, so I'm going to have a short-term, mid-term, and long-term answer to that. In mm -hmm. the short term, we are going to crunch the data, build the algorithm in the uh, at, at the back end. We are bringing most of the validator metrics actually onto the chain. So we, we will create the baskets of validators based on the data. Uh, data, including uptime commits, and potentially the actual rewards that each of the validator is actually generating for the delegators. And since we're bringing a lot of these metrics onto the chain, so a lot of these decisions are going to be objective with very subjective inputs from us. Of course, there's going to be a subjective input on baskets like community validators basket, because how do you define that objectively? Of course, uh, you guys run a podcast and do a lot of a bunch of things for the community. Smart Stake, uh, Big B builds dashboards. Similarly, other community validators actually actively contribute to the community. So that might go into decisions like voting, etc. So that that's a short-term answer. In the mid to long run, we actually plan to decentralize this decision making because as people start staking with us, they would, most of the community members are going to get stated tokens as rewards. And they can actually vote with those tokens. So all the policy decisions around the choosing, uh, choosing a policy for entry of the validator or exiting a validator because of XYZ reasons and potentially creating newer new baskets uh, is going to be determined by voting not by us in the long run. But of course, every every decentralization has a journey. So we're going to progressively decentralize this decision-making process. So uh, talking about progressive decentralization, there is a, a bit, uh, just a small community discussion that opened up on Twitter recently. Um, the, the gist of it being, how is it helping decentralization to 
put a bunch of tokens in Luna, a huge amount of Luna into a Stator Labs contract. Now, contracts are non-custodial, right? But on Cosmos, you can update them. And so, uh, you know, generally. So by default, a contract could be maliciously updated uh, and then suddenly you lose the ability to withdraw your Luna or something like that, unless it can only be updated by multi-sig or it can't be updated, uh, right? Like it's it's set in stone. You could set it so that it can't be migrated, right, to new code. Um, or there's there's some other, maybe maybe something is some more lower level feature like a proxy or something like that, like a voting proxy, a staking proxy is enabled. So those are the three things I see that could alleviate this concern, whether it be only multi-sig and governance can update a contract or contract comes out for some basic like stake unstake functionality and can't be updated or that there's something, uh, some other functionality built on that that helps with this. What uh, What approach are you taking to solve this problem of basically creating a big Luna honeypot where there's a ton of ton of Luna staked in a smart contract. Got it. Sid, do you want to take that question? Yeah, sure. sure. Uh, one of the things which we ensure while we are building this whole contract architecture is most of the base capital is in one single contract, which we're not touching. Most of the decisions on which pool or like which value to stake with is in another contract. So we can eventually make the uh, the contract which actually stakes unupgradable and use the pools contract to make most of the decisions around the pools. And that can be uh, done using a multi-sig contract, which the community owns. So okay, one great. architecture which we are evaluating. That, that answers the question. Um, what does What do you think the timelines look like not just for that, but more generally for Stator. Like, when are you moving out of beta? When? Tell us about the token launch timelines and and uh, and the community phases, things like that, and uh, the timeline for decentralization. How do you feel about timelines? So, I think in, in terms of the the first priority that I that we have on our minds is actually getting this protocol onto the mainnet. Unfortunately, like many other protocols, our launch has been delayed. Because uh, because of Columbus Five upgrade, as soon as that goes live in a couple of weeks, uh, when the developer team is comfortable after testing the contract, Stader can go live onto the main net. Uh, so and uh, we are assuming by then our audits would have also kicked in and uh, and and then we we would have gone through a full cycle of audit. In fact, we are doing a couple of audits to just make sure that the security aspects are taken care of completely. Uh, so somewhere in the uh, in mid to end of October event is when we are expecting Stata protocol to go live on the mainnet, uh, assuming uh, Columbus Five is going to go live on September 30th or 31st timeline, right? Oh, so once we have the mainnet in place, uh, our immediate goal for September is like a few hundred million of uh, uh, million dollars worth of Luna staked. And then immediately after that, our goal is to start building out these DeFi integrations with uh, some of the other protocols like Apollo DAO or potentially Pylon protocol or Anchor, Mirror, etc. Uh, so that should that should give us some momentum in terms of the uh, in terms of the assets to be staked and also in terms of the protocol partnerships that we are going to enable so that delegators can stake as well as participate in DeFi. 
so that's kind of our midterm vision how the midterm vision is looking like in terms of the token launch per se uh we are thinking somewhere in the november to december is a good time to probably consider a pylon or a startera launch oh, so by then we would have startera launch interesting yeah yep yep uh on our definitely on our minds a lot of our community members have been asking about when pylon pools when startera so we 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 are definitely keen on doing one of them can we dive a little bit deeper into how the the staking yield works are are you guys acting as um your own validator to then distribute the staking yields to other validators and are you taking a cut of that like if somebody wants to stake two terabytes is a one luna stake to directly to terabytes worth the same as one luna staked to terabytes through stater got you uh so just to clarify upfront that we are not running our own validators uh so we are like we we consider ourselves as like the amazon for staking where we are aggregating all the validators and building out indices of validators and strategies so that's our core proposition so having said that whether one luna staked to terabytes directly will be equivalent to one luna staked by a stater it might not be because as a platform we also need to accrue value to our token so that value accrual is going to be based on small percentage cut that we are going to charge out of the value validator commission so while we begin with a smaller number in the beginning over a period of time there is an equilibrium that we'll get to maybe 10% of the validator's commission is what we'll take as distribution cut yep that makes Does sense answer your question yeah yeah and i think that's a good segue to my next question was which was how does the stater token have value um and what do you know can you just dive more into that what's the future plans for it um i'm sure there's probably a governance aspect like we've covered a bit um so can you just dive a little bit deeper into that absolutely so two major uh, uh two major ways in which stater token will accrue value the first one uh, as i already explained we are going to charge we are going to take a small cut out of the validators commission the second one is all the strategies and the gaming platforms that we are going to build or potentially liquid tokens that we are going to be building on top of stater in the future so all the strategies i mean in a simple uh, word we are going to build like build a yearn finance kind of strategies on top of staking rewards staking assets additionally we are going to have a potentially in the long run we're going to have a gaming arena that is powered by the staking rewards so all these additional yield farming strategies will obviously multiply the user yield maybe 3x 4x don't know right like what is the future uh uh has in store for the delegator so we are going to take a percentage cut out of those edit that additional yield that is generated on the platform so long long story short small cut out of the validators commission small cut out of the delegators additional yield that they're going to generate um but no while that's very exciting and there's all kinds of yield things coming the most immediate like financial improvement that people will see from this auto compounding i guess might be that their stablecoin rewards are automatically converted how much does that add to like the apr that a luna staker can expect yep yep so the stablecoin uh, it's it's very interesting that when we were 
when we were actually skimming through some of the data, most of the stable coins, even for some of the uh, funds that we were talking to, most of their stable coins are lying as stable coins. Uh, so at any point of time, if we take a snipe snapshot of the last six months, the rewards that are generated uh, from Terra are about 20% in stable coins. So now if you actually convert those stable coins to Luna and then restake them at optimal frequency, maybe once in two hours or once in an hour, considering Luna's price appreciation of probably five to 20x, it is going to be anywhere in the 30% to 60 70% additional yield that just simple auto compounding strategy is going to generate. And then on top of that, additionally, if we use the Luna and put them on uh, put them on the liquidity pools on TerraSwap or potentially all the future protocols that are going to come up, it'll probably be 2x, 3x the amount of yield that uh, can be generated on uh, on the Terra station staking. So now people are staking Luna on Stater Labs and you're planning to build these liquid staking opportunities on top of it, uh, which sadly can't be called ST Luna for Stater Luna, right? That's already taken. Um, but how is this becoming an alternative liquid staking protocol to something like Lido's, Lido Finances? And do you aim maybe to eventually have Stater liquid staked Luna be a valid uh, collateral on anchor protocol? Uh, so I think, I think some of the plans are still in the work speed. Uh, the way we want to ev evolve the platform is potentially open it up to third party integrations or mm -hmm. wherever there is not enough fragmentation in the market, go ahead and build products on our own, like the liquid staking token. There's only one liquid staking token that exists on, uh, Terra today, right? That also doesn't have the full functionalities of. Uh, a liquid staking token. While if you take ETH, there were about seven liquid staking tokens that were in existence on ETH. I think still they exist, uh, but obviously Lido has captured a lion's share of it. So there are two, three paths that we could potentially explore in the future. One, build our own liquid staking token and then make it, uh, like build the network effects around it where we can probably get them to uh, uh, stake on anchor, take out additional, uh, put it on, put it as collateral, take out additional loan, and then use it for yield farming, and potentially create liquid staking versus Luna pools on uh, on the Texas, etc. But that I would say that is still in the works. We are open to either creating our own own liquid staking tokens, or if the market of liquid staking tokens get, gets crowded, we will potentially become like the discovery and uh, yield strategy platform for liquid staking tokens. Now, this is another liquid staking token is great. I'm a fan of decentralization. I really like the Project Dawn initiative that was just announced because of, or, well, maybe decentralization is not the right word, but uh, eliminating central points of failure, right? Single points of failure, bottlenecks, that sort of thing. So big fan of decentralizing away from all the apps using the Terraform Labs node to find out what's going on in the network, things like that. And uh, getting away from just Lido, for instance, being the only, as great as they are, the only uh, liquid staking token available, I think is a great initiative too. Um, but I want to move even beyond that a little bit because you mentioned very briefly games. Tell us about games. That's Sid's favorite topic. 
Sid, why didn't you take over? <laughs> sure. So one of the hypotheses we have is that uh, as a, a play to earn kind of blockchain games proliferate, all of them need some kind of a way to uh, use their uh, users the rewards. We are like we have this hypothesis that's taking reward all these play to earn games. For example, um, let's take a no loss lottery game. So each user can come and like come to Strader and like uh, take a no loss lottery by putting in 10 Luna for a month. Let's say there are like thousand users who put in 10 Luna with Strader no loss lottery game. After a month, we take all those things like a 10 into 100, like thousand Luna, we kind of like put it into staking and we take the rewards out after a month and give it to one particular user. He's a winner of the rewards. So that's a kind of a game, or it could game be, which we can. So along with no loss lotteries, they can be multiple different, multiple types of games that can be built on top of staking rewards, right? For example, uh, maybe Clash of Clans can uh, version can be built on top of staking rewards where everybody is locking their Luna to uh, qualify to play the Clash of Clans version on Terra. And at the end of the game, the top two players are going to be rewarded using Luna staking rewards. Imagine like a thousand players competing to get those rewards along with cool NFTs to go with. That sounds like a better model than the in-app purchases that cost Clash of Clans players thousands of dollars a day. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm excited about this. But of course, that's obviously a little farther in the future, right? And you you talked about third-party integrations. I'm assuming you don't just... You're, you're also expecting other people to want to build games on this. It's pretty attractive to, uh, to be able to play a game while you still get to hold your Luna and not, uh, right, you're not, uh, you're still holding this asset that you believe in and you believe it's going to explode, but you're getting to use those staking rewards to play some games along the way. Yep, yep, absolutely. So it's a, it's a way for users to sort of protect their principal amount. At the same time, the staking rewards are probably going to be substantial in the future, maybe in the double-digit ranges. And those staking rewards are going to power significant uh, number of games in the future. That's a very cool uh, uh, way to attract mainstream gamers onto uh, some of these uh, proof-of-stake blockchains, Luna, Solana as well. Do you have aspirations to do a launch pad functionality too? <laughs> uh, in the works too early to say that okay all right i mean it can't can't be everything right but yes, uh, just yes, figure absolutely. that ask because uh, right now i one of the things about pylon we interviewed them recently and and i i like the team and the project more now after the interview right um it was a good interview but i i still don't want to hold a lot of dollars just sitting around in 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 protected principle um yeah. And, and maybe someone has similar economic views to me and doesn't want to hold dollars for a long time to get like a small percentage of, of a token sale or something. Um, but if I could hold Luna as the principal, or for, for instance, or Ethereum or, or some other asset, um, then I would really be interested in doing that rather than buying tokens yeah. outright. So yeah, uh, yeah. maybe I'll- So I think we, one of the integrations that we, one of the integrations that we could build is actually the staking rewards on the pylon so that is also in the works oh, oh interesting 
Okay, great. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess you guys are in beta now. Um, you know, you mentioned that you've got the beta testers. Curious when people who are out there listening to the podcast can actually gain access to the platform. Uh, what's the roadmap look like for that to actually go live? Uh, so just pause. I think uh, Pete has covered that just oh, now. We discussed that October is going to be the launch. Oh, sorry. Well, we talked about the launch, but we didn't talk about how people can can get in. Oh. And actually, we have a link for you for that. Uh, there's a form you can go to to enter your name and email uh, for the exclusive exclusive early bird group and access what I'm reading right here from the page, access our secret launch prizes before anybody else. I won't ask you what the secret launch prizes are on the air, but I guess I will encourage people to uh, consider signing up there for that email list. The link, which is forms.staterlabs.com is in the show notes. Can you give us a taste of what secret launch prizes might be though? Just a taste. Uh, some, I mean, I can give you some hints. So we are thinking we are thinking about some cool themes for Stater, maybe NFTs around those themes. The theme, uh, one of the clues to the theme is right uh, in your background, uh, uh, Pete. Uh, so something that so it, it should signify something around space, not exactly space, but takes back into 1600s. It's a combination of space and then history. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's going to be pretty cool. So we're planning NFTs around that. And then on top of that, there's going to be juicy airdrops and rewards for early users who are going to be staking with us. And then all the exclusive access to all of our uh, alpha and new, new products that are going to be built on top of Stater. The word is juicy. So go to forms.staterlabs.com to sign up for that. So tell us more about the team. You guys are the co-founders, but there is, I was speaking with someone from Argentina. I was speaking with someone from, there's the people on the team that live in other places in the world. Tell me more about the team that you've built. And if you're looking for anyone in particular from the community, someone who says, I have that skill, I might want to reach out. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, so we are a global team from day one. I'm an India citizen in the US. Uh, I think we are spread across probably five continents now. Uh, so, so one in, like you said, North America, South America, Europe, uh, one in Africa, one in Asia, actually three, four in Asia. So we are a pretty global team, uh, right from day one, uh, definitely, uh, like looking to bring some rock stars on board across, uh, product design, content writing, etc. So yeah, that, that pretty much covers about the team. But I would like to mention that some of the existing team members are, are real rock stars that we brought on board. Uh, so Dheeraj, who is our founding engineer, he has 10 years of experience across uh, LinkedIn, PayPal, Blend Finance. We also have Vijay, who heads product for us. Uh, he's from Amsterdam, xbooking.com guy. Uh, we have Dennis, who's a, who, has, who is a veteran in marketing. We also have a couple of... Uh, Developers in India who have worked with uh, unicorns across uh, fintech and uh, health tech. So pretty rock star team that we have on board. So whoever is coming to join us is going to have one hell of a ride. All right. So product management and writing. I know there's a bunch of aspiring 
content writers out there or successful content writers who have come from other spaces or other crypto places. If you're interested in what Stater Labs is doing and interested in uh, chatting with them, maybe you'll find a place there. Global team, I assume there's no requirement to move or anything like that. Just reach out and uh, you can reach out. Uh, we'll put a, a link in the show notes to their Twitter uh, or you can send us an email or, uh, or them an email, however you need to, in order to check out working with the Stater Labs team. One uh, off topic question here. What are some projects or what's a project each, I guess, in the Terra ecosystem, uh, not directly adjacent to Stater that you find really exciting? Uh, I'm really excited about uh, Nebula because mm. that's going to be another abstraction layer on top of uh, Mirror where it is going to make the user's journey of choosing ETFs or baskets or stocks simpler. So that is something that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, the other thing that I'm really looking forward to is probably is Levana for sure. Yeah, I like Prism, uh, Prism, where they kind of mm. uh, divide the tokens into base under ETH. That's very interesting, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that's great. Listeners, if you're not familiar, there we have a Levana interview out. Um, we. We have talked about Nebula a little bit. Haven't talked about Prism much, but uh, we will definitely talk about more in the future. And uh, just thanks, guys. Those are three of our favorites here as well. Uh, just Amazing. building some really cool DeFi products. Some are bringing some ideas over from Ethereum, refining them a little bit, uh, but others are creating things that you can't build uh, on, on other platforms as easily. And I think Nebula is something that... Uh, I'm sure it's got some kind of analog, but I'm really excited about the algorithmic ETFs and being able to create your own and have people subscribe to them just so much uh, that all these projects have going for them. All right. Well, I'm uh, Evan. Are you, uh, do you have anything you'd like to ask? Otherwise we'll, uh, we'll start to wrap up. No, I think that's, uh, that's good. We've got pretty thorough. The demo looks good. Um, so just excited to see what you guys come out with, especially the gaming aspect. That's going to be fun. Yep. We are kicked about it too. Can't wait to put the V1 out uh, and then jump into gaming. So V1 coming out, then gaming coming out. You can sign up for the early access, early bird list link in the show notes. Thanks so much to Amitej from India and Sid from the USA coming out to speak with us. And uh, we know we'll speak with them and more of their team soon. If you have any questions, head to their Twitter, check out their recent materials. If you want to write materials for them, them with product management then reach out as well we're excited to have them on again very soon thanks stater labs and we'll talk to you again thank you guys thanks, thanks a lot thanks,